You're making one right decision today. You're listening to Handcuffs and Sage. Three badass moms bringing you all the true crime and paranormal your heart desires. I'm Red. I'm Timo. I'm Dre. And don't let your kids listen. Seriously, just don't. It's Handcuffs and Sage! Woo! This is Red. Hey, this is Timo. Hey, this is Dre. And we have Lynn. Hello, this is Lynn. Hi. Hi. Oh my goodness. This is such a special episode for Handcuffs and Stage. We have Lynn Zubernus. How do you say it? You say it for me. Zubernus. 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 I love it. Lynn, you are so amazing. And we're excited to have you on today. And we're going to learn so much about you. So you are a clinical psychologist, but really, you know everything there is to know about supernatural, right? You know, well, I, I, wouldn't go, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not very good at things like trivia, you know, whenever I play a trivia contest with someone, people are like, well, why don't you know what the license plate was of the truck that drove oh, away in episode 23? I'm like, yeah. yeah, no. <laughs> and because you, this is a true crime and paranormal podcast, what Red meant was the TV show Supernatural, not the actual realm yes. of the supernatural. I, I'm really excited about this. So you, you know a lot about Supernatural, the TV show. You have a blog and fangasm, fangasm. So you're really hitting the nail on the head there. And I love it. Um, <laughs> you've written a lot of books. You've helped edit a book that really you talk a lot about the TV show Supernatural. And I told my daughter that we were having you on. And she just about had her mind explode because <laughs> she is a supernatural natural mega fan. She went to the convention a few years ago. And I don't know if you know this, Lynn, but my last name is Winchester. I yeah, you, should, you should be a supernatural fan. For <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> when my husband and I first got together, people would say, oh, Winchester likes the rifle. But then Supernatural came out and people said, oh, Winchester likes the brothers on that TV show. Yes, absolutely. And so she went to the convention and she wore a shirt that said, I'm a real Winchester. And so a lot of people just loved that, right? That is and awesome. She, yeah, she had the most amazing time. And she actually wrote out questions for me to also ask you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yay. You like get a kick out of. So all of us are very excited, of course, and then to have you here. Tell Lynn about, about her cousin, who what he wore. So my nephew, her cousin went with her and his first name is Hunter. And so he wore a shirt that said, I'm a real hunter. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you can't make this up. This is like, yeah. this is stranger than fiction. That's awesome. I know. Isn't that fun? I love so it. Awesome. I love it. Um, I love the show. I'm excited to ask you questions. So we're actually going to have Timo start off with some really great questions. I am very interested to hear your take on all of these things. This is going to be a lot of fun. Well, I'm really excited to be here. So yeah. Good, good, good. 
Okay, so just to pre-warn you, Lynn, I'm I'm a big crybaby, and I think I've cried on every episode, and I just might cry talking to you and asking questions. <laughs> just just ignore me and go on and just you know talk That's amongst what we yourselves. Do, just ignore uh, her and you know what I, i'm a psychologist i mean i always have tissues <laughs> in my office it's i'm used Smart. to people crying around me it's okay <laughs> okay that's awesome okay so just like you i think that supernatural is the best show on in the world and i loved it so much and i'm so sad that it's over but how did you fall in love with the show yes it's actually kind of a weird story because I didn't fall in love instantaneously. I started watching it from the very beginning. So I, I have watched it for 15 years from the very beginning, but the whole entire first season, I watched it because a friend of mine got really into the show and fell in love with it from the beginning. And there was a whole group of us who would get together like, you know, one weekend or a month or something, we would have like a girl's weekend and we would oh, bring things, it. you know, like, oh, I discovered this new thing and we'd all share it with each other. And this one woman kept bringing Supernatural. As a matter of fact, she brought it on VHS videotapes. <laughs> yes. Because this, was, this was 2005, it. right? Yeah. Right. So yes. we would watch the videotapes every time we got together. And I, I liked it. But I, I didn't really fall in love with it. So really the first season I watched for my friend kind of to keep up with it. And when we weren't having girls weekends, I would watch it on the air because I didn't want to get behind. So right. season, season two came around and a couple episodes into season two, I was watching the episode live for my friend and I was grading papers at the same time because you know, I was trying to multitask because I didn't love the show or anything. <laughs> and I so suddenly funny. realized I had been sitting there so absorbed in the show that the papers I was grading had slid off my lap. I had my pen <laughs> like poised in the air to do my grading, <laughs> but it wasn't doing anything. And I said to my daughter who was in the living room at the time, I said, oh my God, this is the most amazing show. She was still interesting. Not... And she was like, mom, you've been watching this show for a year. What is wrong with you? What do you mean? But that was it. I fell in love with it. And I've never looked back after that. I love it. I yeah, love that you had so to get awesome. through a whole first season before. <laughs> it was love. It was, yeah, it was. It was love. Oh, wait, I so... have to say when I first started watching it, I think I instantly fell in love with it because Jared and Jensen are so hot. <laughs> I don't I don't know how I missed that for the first I don't season. know how you I mean either one because they really pull you in with the hotness. I oh, agree now. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Uh, a little birdie told me, Lynn, that Dean's your favorite character. Oh as goodness. so mine. I have loved Jensen since he was Eric on Days of Our Lives. And then when he came on Supernatural, I was like, how do I know this guy? I know him from somewhere. I'm like, oh my God, it's Eric from Days of Our Lives. And I That's never so thought funny. that then he would just be Dean from Supernatural and like Eric who? But uh, for you, your love of Dean goes way much deeper. Uh, besides him being a fine, super yummy dude, uh, how, how, <laughs> how is that with you? How is Dean your favorite character? 
I, I am just endlessly fascinated by Dean Winchester. I think that, and this is partly the way he was written by Eric Kripke, but it's also in large part due to how Jensen has portrayed him because he has given that character so much nuance and so much depth and so much contradiction. I just, I, maybe it's because I'm a psychologist, but I am fascinated <laughs> by a character that has all these defense mechanisms and is one yes. way on the outside, but another way on the inside. And right. I, I just, I, I just think I have never ceased to be fascinated by him. So 15 years mm. of fascination, let's say 14 years of love, 15 years of fascination. Let's say. Mm. <laughs> I love, so I love Dean. I think Castiel is my favorite and um. I, you know, I, I do. I love him. I love simplicity and the innocence and then the phases that he goes through throughout the seasons but I do I love him in a trench coat mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right does so, that mean that does that mean that uh Dree is the is the Sam girl do we have like oh do you love Dre? who do you love no I I'm definitely a Dean gal Oh, oh my goodness. Goodness. She loves yes. herself and Dean. Yeah. <laughs> Emily. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, it's that internal struggle. You know, it is. <laughs> he's so deep. I just, I can't. I have to. <laughs> Who do I, I love have to more? say it's Dean. <laughs> <laughs> he is fine, girl. That's so I mean, there's that. <laughs> so your Let second it. to last book. Um, Lynn was called Family Don't End with Blood. And when I read that, I'm like, um, where have I heard that? Where have I heard that? Where have I heard that? And then I remember that being uh, from uh, Bobby on, on, I think it was episode, I mean, uh, season four, I think it was. And I'm like, oh my God, that's brilliant. So this book is very special. And I, I want you to tell us why, because I think you tell it so beautifully on how it came to be and then how much it's actually uh, like touched so many people. Yeah, it really has. It is. I have a very special. And this is where we cry. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous because I, I'm the editor of that book. I wrote two chapters in that book. I know that book inside out. I still, to this day, cannot read Jared Padalecki's chapter in that book without wow. crying. And mm -hmm. I mean, I've read it, I edited it, I worked with him putting it together. Like I know it inside out, it doesn't matter. It's such a compelling story and it's so well wow. written that I cry every time I read it. So feel free to cry. Um, <laughs> but the way the book came about, I feel like every time you ask me a question, I have some weird story, but th these are all true. We and love weird, weird stories, Lynn. <laughs> the the queen girl. of weird, yes. <laughs> yeah. So I had put out already, I think, three books about Supernatural, including Fangasm, Supernatural Fangirls, which a fair number of people met. And because I had put out those books and I would bring them to conventions, you know, to sell, I started meeting a lot of people who kept coming up to me to tell me that it had really made a difference to them to read Fangasm and just to kind of feel validated as a fan, that it really helped them because that's kind of a memoir. So that's my own fangirl story. I and it also, it. it also includes a lot from all of the cast because we went around asking all of them, what do you think about fandom? You know, what do you think about what makes the show special? What makes the fans special? How do you feel about fans? So people kept telling me their stories. And I think 
being a psychologist, like you just kind of, you know, you have that way about you. People tell me their life stories all the time. So I was hearing all of these powerful stories about how Supernatural and the SPN family and the fandom had changed people's lives. So I thought, I'm going to put these stories together in a book so that other people can read them and be even more validated by reading these other fan stories. So that was the plan originally for the book. And then one day I was talking to Jared and he just, I think, sort of offhand said, hey, are you, are you writing another book? It's been, you know, a couple years. Are you working on something else? And I said, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually putting together a book that I'm really excited about. It's going to be how the show and the fandom have changed fans' lives. And it's going to be a compilation of all these very personal stories. And he just kind of sat there and I was like, Oh God, he hates this idea. Like he hates it. I mean, I thought it was a great idea, but I, I don't know. And then he kind of said, you know, Lynn, it's changed my life too. I have a story too. Wow. And I was like, Yeah. Uh, are you saying more. you want to write a chapter for the book? And he was like, I think I am. Wow. And I had I had never really thought to ask them because Actors are sort of notoriously, they have to kind of keep things close to the vest. Their publicists, yeah. you know, they handle those things for them. So I, it had never occurred to me that the actors might want to actually tell their personal stories. So after he said that, I thought, well, I'm going to ask some of the other actors. Maybe they want to. And every single person I went to, yeah, I do. I have something to say. Wow. So that's how it became a book of stories by both the actors and the fans. And that turned out to be so much more powerful because there's something about hearing a very personal story uh, of somebody, you know, when they were really depressed or suffering from anxiety or having a stroke or whatever, like the, the things that happen to all of us in real life happen to celebrities too. But when they share that story, that's sort of inspiring on a whole other level. So right. I know Jared's chapter, Rob's chapter, Kim Rhodes' chapter, like, so many of those have really, really inspired people, which that's, that's awesome. I yeah. think this is such a, a unique show. It, it has such a, a unique cast. Um, I know that the little bit I saw at the convention when, when getting my, my daughter, there's a family feel to them. Yeah. And I think it's just one of those things that just kind of came together. And it's like this really special thing that they were a part of. And you recognize that. And then you were able to kind of pull this other side into the book, too. So showing it from them, their point of view, and then from fans. And I just think that's such a great idea. I just love that so much. And I, 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 I really, I really don't think that it would have worked with many other fandoms. I mean, first of all, it's a kind of a unique situation that by the time this happened, I knew them, you know, right, I had been right. to the set multiple times working on the other books and I had seen them at conventions. And so like they right. knew me and they had read to their great credit. They read my first three books, even though two wow. of them were like academic books about fandom, they read them. <laughs> so they trusted me in a way that, you know, I don't think that would usually happen, that they would have trusted someone to put together their stories. But they also had yeah. such a close relationship just to their fandom as a whole, because they were doing conventions, you know, every other week. So yes. stereotypes about fans, if they ever had them, 
can't hold up when you're seeing people and talking to them face to face. So they wanted to do this for their fans, which I think that's really extraordinary. And I, I give them so much credit because like this, this wasn't a fluffy thing for them. I mean, Jared worked on his chapter for two years. And I mean, oh, wow. draft after draft after draft. <laughs> and not, not me, the mean editor saying, no, Jared, do it again. <laughs> Jared <laughs> saying, Jared. Yeah, I mean, I swear I didn't, I did not very much of that. It was him. <laughs> I can do better. I can do better. I want to make it better. I want to make it more. And me being like, well, okay. <laughs> I love him so much even more now. That's so crazy. Uh, your most recent book, Lynn, another brilliant title. I can't, I can't. Uh, There'll be peace when you are done, which is the, you know, from the Kansas song, Carry On, Wayward Son, whatever. I want, I've been listening to that song in my mind over and over. Ever since we knew that we were going to do this interview with you, like I'm washing the dishes and I'm singing, I'm in the bathroom, I'm just singing. <laughs> Uh, no wonder so, you're crying all the time. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm diagnosing you right there. This is why it's you're happening. crying all the time. We needed this, Lynn. That's what this was actually about. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so, but this one is a little bit different too, because after 15 seasons, Supernatural finally ended. So it's like, what do we do now? And it's like the waterworks and it's like, no, like it's been 15 years, but no, I can't lose you guys. So to be honest with you, I can't read your book yet because I'm just too traumatized still of it ending. But I think that's why you wrote this book is to help us deal with something that we love so much ending. So can you get into that a little bit more? Yeah, that's that's exactly why this one was written. I mean, it, it's actually... It's a very different book from Family Don't End With Blood because it had a very different purpose. It, this one was really put together. As soon as I found out that the show was ending, that's when I decided to put this book together because I, it's interesting. I, I'm a professor also, and I teach a graduate course on grief and loss. So I spend a lot of time thinking about grieving and thinking about loss and thinking about what helps people. And one of the things that helps people is to have something to hang on to when they mm-hmm. lose something that really meant a lot. So we wanted this book to be something that fans could hang on to, to really remember why was the show so special? What's the legacy that it leaves behind? So it could be something really pretty and really comforting and really inspiring that they could pick up when they were feeling like, you know, missing it and feeling really sad about it. And I, I went to different people than I went to for Family Don't End With Blood, first of all, because I didn't want to ask people to kind of write their hearts out all over again when they had already done that. But secondly, because since it was going to be the kind of the final book about Supernatural, I thought it was really important in terms of representation that it have chapters written by people so that everybody felt represented in the book. So I really wanted to think about things like having more women writing for the book and having more people who identify as queer and people who are trans and people yeah. who are non-binary and right. people of all different racial and ethnic backgrounds. So we really set out to create kind of a more diverse book because I yeah. think that was really important. If this is something I think you so can too. hang on to, you got to see yourself in it. 
Absolutely. And I love that on the show too, Lynn, that they had the character Charlie, who my daughter loved Charlie. And, you know, it was, uh, this is a gay character and that's amazing, right? And my, my daughter just love, love, love Charlie. My daughter is bisexual and, you know, I just think it's great for her to see characters like that nowadays. Growing up, we didn't have that, right? We didn't see characters on big shows that way. And I just think Char Charlie was a great character to have. Just yeah. another great thing about su Supernatural, right? Just, I, I think it was a great show for lots of reasons. Is it okay if I ask you some of my daughter's questions? Yeah, oh, go, please, go. yeah. Yay. Oh, you're gonna get a kick out of this. <laughs> <laughs> so my daughter is in college. Uh, she's a freshman and she wants to be a forensic psychologist. Oh, yay. And, yeah. Going into the profession. Yay. I, I just, so proud of her, of course, right? So these are her questions for you, Lynn. What did you, what did you think about when Dean and Castiel kind of had an ending to their relationship because Castiel said, I love you to Dean, but then nothing happened at, after that. And, and viewers, some viewers were a little upset about that situation. Yeah. And I, I mean, from a fandom point of view, I, I empathize with the people who were upset about that because, you know, shipping is, is kind of serious business. Like when people ship something, yeah. it becomes really important to them. And mm -hmm. it's a scary thing to really be invested in a ship and want to see it on your screen because as fans, right. we don't we don't have any control over that, you know. So yes. <laughs> we are at the whims of where the story goes. So I really feel for people who really sort of wanted to see more depiction of that ship and to not mm -hmm. have it happen, especially right. because there was there was a lot of there were a lot of people who were really convinced that that's where the story was going to go. So I think there was a lot of disappointment. Um, I was surprised by that episode, but I think that, you know, the show is not perfect. And we say this even in terms of, you know, certainly in terms of representation, it is not perfect. It had an evolution over time, right. started a long time ago, and I respect it for its evolution, but it was far from perfect. I didn't even expect them to get to the point where they got I didn't, to I didn't either. 18. So I just I thought they were bros, like good, good friends with this yeah, great relationship. Yeah. Yes. Bros. yes. <laughs> and, and honestly, you know, some writers were writing them that way and some writers were writing them as more. And that was a little confusing to viewers too, who, mm -hmm. depending on who had written the episode, you might see them in a kind of a different way. Um, but I, I really think, you know, having, having thought about it and having talked to some people about it, I think the show was really trying to give a gift to the people who were invested yeah. in that ship. That's that was their intention. Whether they pulled it off, right? That's a completely different <laughs> yeah. matter. But I do think you know that was the intention. And I mean, I thought that Misha did a great job. That was important to him. He really wanted that was his last episode, and he wanted it to be very heartfelt, and he wanted it to be very real, and he wanted to portray Cass as loving Dean. See it however you will. Seeing it, see it as sexual, see it as cast right. as not a sexual being. I mean, a lot of people right. simply see him as ace and that's important for representation too. So mm -hmm. however you see it, Misha really wanted that love to come through. And I think at the very least, 
he succeeded in that. Yeah. And I, that doesn't negate the fact that it's frustrating for a lot of people that after that, he was yeeted off to the empty. Uh, you know, I get that that- <laughs> To the empty, yeah. <laughs> it is, you know, different, but, but I do think that that did come through. Yes, and I love Misha. He did such an amazing job playing and this I character. And I just cried always. and cried and oh, went yeah. into the fatal position and the whole thing <laughs> oh, yeah. on that yeah. scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that I, was just too much, too I much for me. Help, I couldn't help but see, I think I was crying for Cass, but I was also crying because that was Misha's, like that was his last mm. episode. So for that one and for episode 20, Misha, Jens, and Jared, like, they're the real people bled into the characters. And this was also a heartfelt goodbye for them. And that just right. made me cry harder knowing yeah, that. I'm going to yeah. cry. Cut us off. <laughs> and knowing that the show was ending, like they, everyone could go out in a bang. So, you know, it's like, oh, I don't want to see this person go, but they have to because the show's ending. Yeah. So well, you might as well just do it, do it, go out just and do it. it. And oh mm -hmm. gosh. Oh Yeah very emotional so she she had a question about the beginning of the series we had a lot of demons right and then it shifted to angels and did you like that shift I guess she wasn't really a fan of the shift to angels <laughs> I, I wasn't I was I, well my feeling about it has sort of waxed and waned over time so when they first introduced angels I thought it was cool I mean well, basically, I thought the introduction of Cass was cool. Um, right. I, think I that, like Cass, but yeah. they really took a, a spin on what you think an angel is. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think they got a little too invested in the angel storyline <laughs> for a while. And I never really developed a great deal of caring about the uh -huh. angel storyline itself. Castiel is a separate thing. I was invested right. in that, but not, right. you know, the war in heaven and all, like, I was never. I just couldn't, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel the exact same way. And she wanted to know that on this show, we see this a lot, that there was a lot of darker episodes and then, you know, happy, goofy episodes back to dark again. And that there are times where there seemed to be like a, a, a suicidal battle going on with the characters, right? You know, they would get very depressed. There were times where the show could be very, very depressing. Yeah. Uh, and... And she just wanted to know what you thought about that, the shift from dark to light. And did you like that? I did. I like that a lot. I, one of the things that I really like about Supernatural and one of the reasons that I really liked the ending is because I liked the fact that it really truly was a horror show. It was a yes. psychologically yes. sophisticated, emotional, with family drama, horror show. And so- mm -hmm. I never expected it to have a happy ending. I always expected it to kind of stay true to its dark and gritty roots, but at the same time to infuse that with all the rest of the things that happen in life too, which include humor and emotion and relationship mm -hmm. and love. And I think that it is amazing that Supernatural was actually able to integrate all those different things, sometimes mm -hmm. in a single episode, right. and do it so incredibly well. So and I, have it be entertaining. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. yes. I'm I, a huge fan of that. Yes. I love, there was a musical episode 
right? They, they did all these different fun out there things and who doesn't love a hot guy singing? I, I'll sign up. I'll watch that any day, okay? I, I love the show. I learned a lot on the show about, you know, things that Timo talks about on the podcast a lot, you know, just cryptids and things like that. I mean, yeah, how many when, times have I said, oh, on Supernatural, they yeah. talked about that. So whenever I do an episode where I'm talking about a cryptid or some type of haunted ghost or something to that realm, I always go to Supernatural. I'm like, okay, what episode? What episode? What season did they do this? And I always say, okay, you know, in season two, episode 10, there was this, there was that. Almost all my episodes are, they can refer back to Supernatural only to a point, I think maybe up to like season three. And then the dynamic changes where it's more based on like the relationships and the characters and all that, where there's not so much like your typical, you know, hunting monsters and the ghosts and, and the vampires and, and all that stuff. Um, I'm going to do a spoiler alert, y'all. If you haven't seen no. the last season of uh, Supernatural, don't listen to me now, but sadly Dean dies in the final episode and I thought it was maybe some type of like, that wasn't really happening. Like there's gonna be some type of like, they're gonna go back in time or something, but no, he really did die. How, how did you feel about that number one? And then, oh, then the ending with the whole heaven and time not lasting like it the oh all that I'm getting chills right now um, how, how did you how did you feel about that I I mean the ending is very controversial I have very good friends who I love and respect who hated the ending loved the ending are mediocre about the end I mean it runs the gamut and, and I understand everybody's perspective um, I loved it I don't think it was perfect, but I wasn't expecting perfection, but I really liked it. And the main reason why I liked it is because it's going to go back again to, I teach these graduate courses on grief and loss. Supernatural is a show, really the entire series, but certainly episode 18, Castiel's last episode and episode 20, Dean and Sam's last episode. They're like master classes on grief and loss. I mean, when I teach now, I when I teach this spring, I'm going to use episode 20. You're like, so uh, much watch this class. episode. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm going to start crying. I'm going to start crying. It was it was so beautiful. And, and just, it was it was it was oh. so real. I mean, so often television does not get it right. Right. But that episode got it so right. I mean, after, you know, just Dean asking Sam to give him permission to go. Oh, no. all, I'm sorry. That happens all <laughs> the time. Like that, when I heard that, I was already sobbing hysterically. But when that happened, I actually, this is gross. I'm sorry. But I actually thought I was going to throw up. I was uh, yeah. so hard that I almost, I, I was like, I got to I want to see the rest oh. of this episode. I got to like <laughs> calm down. Look together, Lynn. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I get it. It was so real. It was so, and then Sam's reaction afterwards, you know, sitting in Dean's room and looking around and he takes his jacket with him when he goes. And I, I thought ultimately it was incredibly hopeful, even though it was sad because mm -hmm. Sam did keep going, you know, mm. he did keep going. He made a life for himself. He had a child. 
He never stopped missing Dean, clearly. But like, that's, that's how life is sometimes. Sometimes right. you have a terrible loss and you pick yourself up and you keep going and you still find happiness in your life, but you don't forget that person yeah. that yeah. you love. And, and he named his son so Dean. Perfect. Oh God. Yeah. It just, oh, yeah. And he turned old and gray and he's dying in the bed. And oh my God. But <laughs> when, he saw, when he saw Bobby, yeah. When he saw Bobby in heaven and then Bobby's like, you know, uh. And he's like, time's different here. And then, oh, you didn't know what was going to happen. And then when it happened, you're like, oh, my God. And then when it ended, and then they turn around and they talk to us with all and the then crew. And and I was crying even more. <laughs> oh, me too. And that was so, so beautiful. And it was so quintessential supernatural because what's made this show so special and so different and what the books are all about is that the fandom became part of the show. And that ending, that's what they did when they turned around on that bridge. They changed the perspective and they brought the fandom into the end of the show. And that's why we are all there with them when you hear Bob Singer call cut for the final time. I mean, <sighs> such a gift, such a yeah. gift. Yeah, it's, and it's, ice cream. Yeah. It's too much. It was amazing. <laughs> We're all crying. Yeah. I, I am. I now I'm making myself cry. Damn it. So <laughs> this is the one. This is the question that's going to make me cry. And when I was telling the girls that I was going to ask you this, I literally started crying just talking about it. And uh, so you had mentioned in an interview where at one of the cons, um, you had gone up and you kind of slid your or you gave Jensen um uh, uh family uh don't end with blood the book and he kind of just kind of like pushed it back to you and you were thinking like oh no did he not like it like what's <laughs> going on and then he says you know over all these years you've asked me for my autograph I think it's about time that I ask you for yours and it's so such a sweet. little story but it touched me so much like I I can't I, I don't it's so funny it's so funny how these little things and I just think maybe it's because you know you're a wonderful woman and that you've done such hard work to get to where you are and that's what we hope that we can um, aspire to one day and I just like was that kind of like just like yay I finally did it like when he did that like it was like some kind of like, I, I don't even know what words to use. I, I, was, I was so taken aback by that, that I don't think I even managed to speak after that happened. <laughs> I, I, was, I was, first I was so in a panic because I, I thought, oh my God, oh my God, like he, he hates the book so much. He, he calls security over to take you out. <laughs> yeah, he's just yeah. like, take it back. <laughs> Yeah. And then when I realized how unbelievably sweet and sincere he was being, and he, he held it open for me, and he gave me his Sharpie that he'd been using to sign for people. And oh my it, was just, it was just such a, oh a, my a gosh. beautiful moment that I, I really just wanted to start sobbing. That's, that's what happened. So, so sweet. I, yeah. I pretty much ran away. Because <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, okay thanks. <laughs> Okay, bye. <laughs> but I mean, that, that is like, they, they really are a very different group of, you know, they're undeniably celebrities for sure, but 
they just they they are very different than most of the mm -hmm. celebrities that you meet because they've just had so much interaction with fans over the years that they really just think of fans as people. I mean, yeah. of course, there's still a hierarchy. If you go to a convention, you know, they're behind their tables with their security people or whatever. But when you interact with them one on one, they're really interacting with you as a person. And I think that's that's partly why people are sort of so so passionate about mm -hmm. them when they fan them because you can sense when somebody is signing something and doesn't give a damn and right looking up yeah here yeah. you go uh, thanks yeah buddy. yeah you know have a great day yeah right right uh, so true I just think that there's something so special and unique about all of them and it is it's like a family a very unique family and we were talking about what do you think the chances are that there might be a movie or something like that I mean, I, I think they're good. I have, I have talked to both of them about this personally and they, they, Ooh. they want to, that doesn't mean that it'll happen because right. a lot of things have to come together to make it happen, but they both right. want to. Well, if they need someone to be in the movie, I will be in the movie. I mean, here's four people. I right would die. Can, I would know, die. Ready. All four of us win. Let's do headshots. Let's get out there, girls. <laughs> I would die. That would just be the bee's knees. Oh my gosh. So are you are you okay with it ending at 15 years? Do you wish it had gone out on or do you think it, it ended when it should? I'm I'm of two minds. I mean, I don't think I I don't know that I ever would have been ready for it to end. I'm sad that it ended. I miss yeah. it terribly. It's a it's a huge part of my life because it's not just watching the show. It's also the website and the books and the conventions. Yes. I mean, it's not my full-time job, but it's like my other full-time job that I love. It's the job. It's I your love. passion. Right, right. You love right. it. So mm -hmm. I don't think I ever would have been ready for it to end, but I do think that they, with the configuration that they had of people that were working on it, I think they were kind of getting to a point where they didn't know where to go and that was showing. I do mm. think that, you know, there were episodes in the last seasons that it struggled sometimes to really know where the writing should go and know where to take the characters. So I, I feel I empathize for them around that. So I, yeah. I don't quibble with the fact that probably there was a good reason for them ending mm -hmm. it. And I, and I also, you know, once you have children who are in school, then you're going to be away from your children when you're filming in another country. And right. I, I empathize with that as well. So mm -hmm. I don't have any animosity. I understand the reasons for mm -hmm. ending it, but I don't think I, I just selfishly, I didn't want it to end. Yeah. So let's all be sorry. selfish. Keep going. Never stop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Forever. Right. right. Yeah. I just, it, it, it was such a good show. They did an amazing job. I love the cast. I love the characters that they built. Rowena, come on. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic of mine. Oh, yeah. mwah, mwah. everything. Is, I love her. I take all my mothering tips from her. So, you know, I'm doing <laughs> a real um, good job. I don't know if that's uh, the best no, idea. No, no. It's perfect, Lynn. <laughs> I've got it all worked out. Um, I, if someone I, were to ask me what my uh, favorite episode was, like, I, I couldn't pick. Like, there's just way too many. But there's this I thing. Know, that I can't get over and I can watch it 
over and over again. It, um, okay, I took a picture of it real quick so that I can give it justice here. What episode was it? So it was season four, episode six, where uh, Dean's having a little bit of issues and um, they play Eye of the Tiger. And he's kind of like, just, I'm going to just blare my music and baby and just rock out. And that's what I'm doing at this point. And then when they <laughs> cut and he continued on lip singing and dancing <laughs> on the car. And oh, and then at the end, like they're like, yeah. And he's just like, all proud of himself, the smiling way. You really got to see what kind of person he really is. And I will, I, I could just watch that all day long. Do you have a favorite episode? <laughs> that is that is a great episode. And actually that really shows what kind of set they had. I mean, so much yeah. of what made the show special too is the people, the cast and the crew. I, I think I was on the set five times um, to watch filming. And every time I was, I was so impressed by just it, like, it, it just works like a well-oiled machine. And they are so funny. They're always goofing off with each other. And it, it just, it's a fun place to be. Like, I was always like, this is great. Every time I, <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I want to do here. Another rough day at work, Lynn. I feel so sorry for you. <laughs> yeah, those, those five days were, boy, feel awful. bad for me. That was, that was tough, yeah. <laughs> so do you have a favorite episode? Do you have a favorite? I mean, my go-to, it, it, I wouldn't say it's my I don't want to call it my favorite episode, but my go-to episode when I just like want Supernatural to make me feel better is The French Mistake. Mm. I, I love, I just love watching it. I, I can put on the bad acting scene and I will laugh <laughs> even if I have had the worst day in the world. Um, but I also, I love Baby. Baby's one of my favorites. I love uh, fan fiction, like the 200th episode, the musical episode. Mm -hmm. I love Swan Song, such an emotional episode. And now the finale is up there in my top 10 episodes too. Yeah. I, yeah. I love the Groundhog Day episode. I don't know oh, yeah. the name of that mystery episode. spot. I, I love it. That's a good one. I too. love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I could watch that one all day, every day. Yeah. How all these little intricacies, because it makes you think about the bigger picture in the world, all the little things that we choose and what chance thing could happen because you made that choice. I don't know. I love that episode. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a that's a brilliant episode. That's a that's a such a well written episode. Oh my gosh, so subtle. I bet. Yeah, yeah. and I don't do subtle. <laughs> it's both. I love it. Thick and subtle at the same time, which is interesting but true. Right. <laughs> All these different ways he dies, even if he gets bacon or sausage. <laughs> I just love it. Love, love, love it. Oh my gosh, this has been so much fun. Do you guys have any other questions for Lynn? I I just, I thoroughly enjoyed all of this. Oh, I can talk to you, Lynn, for hours and hours and hours. Um, uh, I think, I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm good. I think I if I talk anymore, I'll either just bawl my eyes out or mm -hmm. it'll be like a 10-hour answer to my question. <laughs> I... I think that we're really lucky, Lynn, to have you come on and share this time with us and share your experiences. And I know that when you're in the movie, you will tell them to call us. 
So write that down. I sure will. Absolutely will. I do feel like you're going to forget, Lynn. Okay. But I, (laughs) I love having this experience with you. And I love that my daughter, you know, shared her love of the show. And I got to ask you these questions for her. So I can't wait to tell her what you said. And it was also great. I just tell her, really, tell really her thank you. you. Thank you so much for asking me questions. I really appreciate it. And this, I mean, this is not a hardship for me. It's fun for me to talk about the thing that I love. So thank you for giving me an opportunity and for having such good questions. I really enjoyed it. That's oh, so awesome. So yeah, that's, thank that's you, what Lynn. we do on the podcast. You know, my passion is the paranormal and Red and Dre's passion is, uh, you know, true crime. And when I have to, you know, sit down to do some research on what I want to do for the next week, I have no problem at all. It's something that I do right. that I love. And uh, I, I just, I love, I can't, now I can't wait to, to watch or not watch, but to read um, There'll Be Peace because now I know that uh, it's going to, it's going to give me some comfort. Yeah, I think, I think, I mean, it might make you cry, but they'll, um, yes. they'll be good tears. They'll be okay. like tears of comfort and inspiration. We'll okay. call you Lynn and be like, we need help. It's I know. Therapy, therapy <laughs> session. <laughs> email. Just let me know if you need some therapy after. I'll be glad to She's provide also it. our podcast therapist. We probably yeah. need that. That's yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Let's get it all out in the open right now. Okay. Thank you so much, Lynn. We really appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Bye, you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. We just finished our interview with Lynn Zubernis. Oh, my God. I immediately (laughs) messed up her name. I immediately messed up her name, and we still had an amazing interview because Lynn is legit the best. I had such a good time. Did you guys have a good time? Oh my gosh, it was, was so, so much fun. fun. And I'm I loved it. Everything and more. And it was just it was a, a blast. It was so I could not believe that we were talking to somebody that close to, you know, all the cast and characters and she knew like everything we talked about, she had an answer for it. It was so awesome. Oh. She is the real <laughs> deal. So she smart. Is, yeah. Yes. And she is a supernatural fan girl. She knows all about it. And I we now this. have her on retainer as our <laughs> podcast psychologist. So yeah, yeah. she's going gonna fix to what's happening. Okay, <laughs> thank goodness because you know insurance. Right, I'm gonna have, have to, to change tricky. her email real soon. <laughs> <laughs> I was on this podcast, and they're nutbags, and they need help. <laughs> I loved every moment of that. So thank you, Lynn, so much. Um, as soon as the Supernatural movie gets the green light, she said, you guys heard her. We will be in the movie, right? Yes, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Uh, I, I'm going to hang on to that. I won't so, even kiss um, Jensen Ackles or Jared Padalecki. If you have to. Or Misha Collins, one of the three. I will kiss them I mean, if I really have to. You'll take one for the team. Yeah. Thoughtful. Mm-hmm. That was thoughtful. I loved it. So it's time for Badass Story of the Week. Professional. You guys are going to love this. It's super tied into our topic to Lynn. And I know she touched on it a little bit about how Jared was battling some depression. And then in the book, 
I, I, I did meet, read most of the book, but I had to skip to the last, to his paragraph. And it, it's, it is heart wrenching. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's really deep and it's hard, um, especially when you've dealt with depression to hear this, but there did come some, some good from it. Um, and there's a really good story about um, what the fans did for him. Did you read this, Timo? No. About how he walked in. He, so he walked into um, to an event and apparently like a bunch of the fans had these bracelets on and it's like his whole thing was like hashtag always keep fighting or AKF. And so everybody had these like little lights on. He thought there were like lighters or they had their phone lights on or something like that. And in reality, it was like a bunch of them had um, bracelets that had the hashtag always keep fighting. And Aww. it was just like so heartwarming to mm. see that he had opened up about his depression and his fans were like, yeah, we get that. And we're here to support you too. So I'm like listening it. to the audible and I'm just like, <laughs> it's, it hurts. It's like, you know, we're all there. He's, he's a superstar, you know, but we all have depression. And so because he has that, the reach that he has, um, he went through represent.com and he now sells t-shirts and shirts that have the, the hashtag always keep fighting on it. Ooh. Um, and, and, um, and so it's like this campaign that he has. And so they have a shirt with both Jared and Jensen on it. And it's like uh -huh. basically like a half face. One's Jared, one's Jensen. And it says moose and squirrel say always keep fighting. I love and it. It's just so beautiful. The proceeds, the proceeds do get donated to um, another, what is it? Like another nonprofit that's dedicated to representing um, hope and finding help for people struggling with depression, addiction, self-injury, and suicide. So it, it exists to encourage, inform, inspire, and also to invest directly into treatment and recovery. So you can go to represent.com to get one of these. Um, it's They have t-shirts, they have sweaters, they have all kinds of different really cool stuff. I mean, there's something there for everybody, you know, like they don't just have that one with their face on there they have all kinds of different stuff on I there i love it so, Ooh, they're badasses on top of squirrel. Like, you know yeah. oh, i love it Always yes of course they me. are we just yeah. can't be pretty boys we have to be awesome no. world loving boys you know come on just the yeah. worst the package is even more yeah. awesome right i mean uh -uh. it couldn't be Makes better yeah. i know yeah <laughs> <laughs> they are true badasses they are badasses that's a great badass. I love that, you know, even though they're on Supernatural and they're super hot, they're doing some super good. So that's a good badass <laughs> mm -hmm. story. I yeah. dig it. Yay, Yay Jay! Yay. All right, y'all. You can check this out on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. You can be a badass by checking out our Patreon page. You choose the level you want to support your fave gals and you get some fun swag in return some really cute stuff is going out this week and we are um always available to you if you want to email us at handcuffsandsage at gmail.com and our website is handcuffsandsagepodcast.com and we just appreciate everyone and their support and the patreon love and the messages and lynn and 
I just, I'm having a moment of just pure and total happiness right now, you guys. Yes. I feel yeah. it. It feels yeah. good. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Mm. It's so fun to do this. I never want to stop. I dig it. I dig all of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You guys ready? Yeah, it was so much fun uh, just hanging out with Lynn tonight and just laughing. And it was just, oh, I'm ever. crying. <laughs> oh, crying too. Yeah. I'm very surprised that I was the one that least cried on the interview. Apparently. You guys were ball babies. God. <laughs> it was emotional. She's a therapist. It all came out. It was great. It was Which is crazy because you're such an empath, Timo. Like I was oh. <laughs> like, yeah. I think, I, I don't know. I don't think, I mean, I wanted to cry. And I think maybe the thought of me crying and not being able to like get back to like normal yeah. was the mm -hmm. issue. So I kind of held it back. And that's why the one part where, that I did cry the most, I like waited to the very end just in case that mm -hmm. happened. <laughs> You're a professional. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> I am just so impressed with you. All Thank you. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Yep. Yeah. And remember, we, we do, do what, what we, we want. want. Cha -cha. Great day. Yeah, yeah. And Woo. if we have the copyright, <laughs> I would end with carry on my way <laughs> but you know i sound too much like the actual song Amazing. so I, I couldn't even tell that it wasn't you so how about that also we all wore our hooker makeup today so yeah. that's good <laughs> who wore the hooker makeup best all right good night bye love bye. you guys Handcuffs and Sage is hosted by Red, Timo, and Trey in a shitty guest room in Los Angeles. Theme music is Leave Now by We Are Wasted. Cover art done by Megan Winchester. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Show us some love on iTunes. Be a badass and do what you want. Until next time.